going to work, bro. is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hey, friends. How's everybody doing on your Tuesday? A couple of hours ahead here on the Workday Red Zone. No funny quips to get today started. Just straight into the intro. Thanks for tuning in with us on the Ticket Radio Network. Multiple places you can find us on your radio dial and also online at 953theticket.com. If that's not good enough, hey, there's an app for that. Actually, there's a couple apps for that. But uh, one that we always direct you to is the TuneIn app where you can get that downloaded to your smartphone and then just search for KNEA. If you want to shout at us today, hey, uh, easy enough there. 870-930-3776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. And uh, you can also get in touch with us via social. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place to head. And on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie is another. The hashtag for today's KevinAllCars.com question is WDRZ. I am Kara Ritchie. I'm joined in studio today by producer Ryan James. Good to be here enjoying the uh, core temperatures we've been experiencing the past couple of days, even though we're in the midst of August. Yeah, I'm sure. I I kind of wonder if A-State football is okay with, with having a day off today. And what I mean by that is they've, they've gone for not quite five days straight, but they've they've been out there in multiple days. They just had their first day in full pads yesterday. But at, this, at the same time, you, you want to take advantage of every day yeah, <laughs> where it's not you 95 do. degrees with a 117-degree heat index. You're right. So uh, maybe Enjoy it while it's here. Maybe we're at the tail end of those. Yeah. I do have a bad feeling one might pop back up around September 9th, but let's just uh, right. let's cross our <laughs> fingers and, and not even yeah. put that out there into the yeah. universe. Uh, what do we got going on today? Um, let us get through a couple of headlines, and then we will tell you some of the other things that are going to be on the docket today for Tuesday, August the 8th. Of course, looking at some of the most recent news for Arkansas State football, the Red Wolves are now up to a total of 14 commits in that recruiting class of 2024. They've landed a pair of new pledges over the last week with Anthony Carter of Lowndes High School in Georgia committing last Thursday. Eric Moore of Ocean Springs, Mississippi committing over the weekend. Moore held additional offers from Georgia Tech, SMU, and others, and we'll get caught up on all of that news coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, Meanwhile, A-State football, as we mentioned, off today. After the Red Wolves held their first workout at full pads on Monday. Again, several big plays for that A-State defense yesterday in the live period as they first forced multiple turnovers throughout the practice. The team is actually going to hold its first scrimmage of the fall coming up on Saturday. Elsewhere, Cardinals back on the field tonight to start a three-game series at the Tampa Bay Rays. The first pitch there is set for 540 on 95.9 The Wolf. So we'll touch on all of those different topics as we go along today. As far as the other voices that you are going to hear on today's program, well, at 
1230, we'll catch up with Voice of the Red Wolves. Excuse me, 130. Let me learn how to tell time here. 130 is our regularly scheduled time to chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. And then also, uh, coming up in that 1 o'clock hour, we'll hear some comments from Butch Jones as he weighs in on yesterday's first practice for the Red Wolves in full pads as far as this hour well there's a few different things uh, we'll look at you know how the world of realignment continues to turn and then uh, in the next segment there's some a-state news we didn't touch on in the hot in the headlines and that includes the release of the a-state women's basketball conference schedule so of course we'll go over that in full detail with you very very soon here coming up on today's show. I do need to throw out the KavanaughCars.com question for you though before we get any further into our programming and today I want to know what you feel like will be A-State football's best position group in 2023. If you flash back uh, about six weeks ago we kind of asked you the the negative of this or the reverse of this somewhat in, in the fact that uh, we asked you what was going to be A-State football's biggest position of concern going into the season. And uh, I think we gave you the options of, of quarterback and then the lines, you know, offensive line, defensive line. But I want to view this from a positive perspective today. What position group, when you look at these multiple different groups on the field, do you have the most faith in? Now, there's a part of me that almost wants to tweak this question and say and, and, and throw out and aside from special teams, because I kind of feel like right on the surface here, that's the, the gimme answer is the special teams answer. And one of the reasons for that is, well, because A-State uh, returns Dominic Zavada. They, they've got Will Prisdit back punting. And then also because that's been A-State's best position group for the past two years. That's just been uh, phenomenal. There's been so many good things A-State has done in the kicking game, in the return game, you name it. That has been a fundamentally sound unit from top to bottom in every single possible aspect of special teams. So, I kind of want to say other than special teams for today's for today's question. Of course, hey, look, if that's your answer, that's your answer. You can still weigh in with that. But maybe, maybe go, go in a different, just humor me and maybe go in a different direction. I should have put that in the question that I typed out online, but, uh, but I, I did not. Again, last year was special teams, and then I would probably throw in a tight end for honorable mention last season when we look at the strongest position group there. Of course, last year's tight end unit – had uh, Sadu Traore, who is not only A-State's best tight end, but A-State's leading receiver and uh, one of the best receiving tight ends in all of college football. So that was very much a strength, especially when you also ended the fact that, you know, you had Manny Stevenson in that group, who, of course, is back this year at the beginning of the season. You had highly touted recruit Miller McCrumbie in that group before he got hurt. So that was uh, that was definitely an answer last season as well. Now that room has changed around a little bit, as has every single room on the offense. But uh, we're not asking you what unit has changed the most. Just which one of these will be A-State football's best position group in 2023. A uh, little early for a break, but I'll tell you what, we're going to take one anyways. Uh, because uh, we'll start throwing out some possibilities for you. But also, I want to make sure we get completely up to speed uh, with that A-State women's basketball conference schedule release. A few different notes to go over there. And, uh, hey, that's what we'll do when we come back. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. 
The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. I enjoy people coming up to me and talking to me about the stories we tell, and especially when they comment on the fact we mentioned troops in our ads. Well, I have to say, people are very honest when they talk about those stories. Like the lady on the showroom that day had told me that I looked a lot older in person than I do on TV. Very nice lady. Or the young boy that came up to me and said, you don't look as fat in person as you do on television. Or the man that walks up and says, hey, that last story is way too long. I enjoy all the comments. Ben Sane, and God bless our troops. This is Coach Brian Hodson, and I'm asking you to help our A-State student-athletes by donating to the Impact Club. This organization helps our program stay competitive and supports our student-athletes by facilitating NIL agreements that allow them to endorse local charities. Make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access. Find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled I-M-P-A-C-K-T club.com. Your support makes a real difference in the lives of our student-athletes. Wolves up. Brought to you by Central Life Sciences, the leaders in post-harvest grain protection. Small destructive insects can become monster problems in bins containing post-harvest grains, especially weevils. Try the new Gravista D insecticide, the only dual-purpose dry product on the market that combines a synergized adulticide with an insect growth regulator. Apply to post-harvest grain as it's loaded into storage to protect your investment from adult insects and control future generations. Don't take a chance on bugs. Protect your grain from monster bug problems with Gravista D insecticide from Central Life Sciences. Visit bugfreegrains.com to learn more. You don't feel right. You sleep plenty, but you're always tired. Your joints hurt. You push through it. It could be lupus. We're here to help. Learn more at BeFearsTakeControl.org. Brought to you by the Lupus Foundation of America and CDC. Hi, I'm Susan Lucci. I never thought about heart disease until I had my own heart event. Please, listen to your heart. Learn more about the American Heart Association at HelpHeart.org. Hi. I don't even know why I'm calling right now. I'm sorry. Um, my thoughts are going a mile a minute. No matter how you served. I left the service last year. My mom just passed away a few months ago. I missed so much time with her. No matter what you're going through. Before, I knew what to expect every day. And now I have so many decisions to make. I keep getting calls about the bills, and I'm trying to get a job, but I feel so stuck. We are here for you. Okay, ma'am. I'm glad you called. Let's stay on the line and walk through some things. If you or a veteran in your life is experiencing thoughts of suicide, 
dial 988, then press 1 to reach the Veterans Crisis Line. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Red Zone, Kara and Ryan with you. Right Fiber Hotline open by Ritter Communications, 870-930-3776. The number to call, KavanaughCars.com question posted. What will be A-State football's best position group in 2023? That is what you can weigh in on. Uh, we'll circle back around to some football talk here in just a moment, but there was news today from the Sunbelt Conference and therefore also for Arkansas State. They've released the full 2023 Women's Basketball Conference schedule. So now we've got a heads up about what the Red Wolf slate is going to look like coming up in conference play. Now, I continue to just be, you know, pretty pretty fired up for this upcoming basketball season. And, and when we kind of size up basketball on on the whole, I, I'm trying to think of the last time I've been this excited about both both teams together, both the women and the men, and just the overall state of A-State hoops heading into a season, and especially still being this far out from the season, as uh, we're, you know, a couple months, couple months and a half, uh, three months and a half, excuse me, before play is going to tip off. Uh, but that being said, you know, now we know a little bit more about what uh, the women's play is going to look like. It's going to be an 18-game Sunbelt Conference slate again. And, uh, of course, that means nine on the road, nine at home. And uh, a MAC-Sunbelt matchup game squeezed in there in the meantime. Looking at this slate overall, there will actually be one conference game that is played in the 2023 calendar year. And that is going to be in Jonesboro against Coastal Carolina on Saturday, December the 30th. Then uh, the following week, a state will hit the road for the first time. And it will be a Thursday-Saturday trip on the 4th and the 6th of January to James Madison and Marshall. A-State back at home the following week to host Texas State and Louisiana on the 11th and the 13th. And then not one, not two, not three, four straight on the road. January 17th, 20th, 25th, 27th, respectively, at South Al, Texas State, ULM, Troy. Whew. Finally back at home after that uh, for uh, a game to wrap up January on the 31st against South Alabama. And then a home Date the following Saturday against Old Dominion. Three more league games on the road after that. Georgia State, Southern Miss, Louisiana to uh, get settled in there in February. There will also be that MAC game that I think is on February 10th, maybe. Is it the 10th or the 11th? I believe it's the 10th. Uh, but uh, no clue where that one is going to be. But <laughs> I think it is helpful. Uh, the game before that, you're going to be at Georgia State which is in Atlanta, which has got a pretty busy airport that can get you anywhere. So travel plans that won't be too crazy for a state uh, being there in Atlanta and then having to go to, to somewhere north. Uh, the good news is that this league slate will wrap up with four straight at home. 
So February 21st, the Red Wolves will be back in Jonesboro hosting Troy. Then it's Southern Miss, ULM, App State on March the 1st to close out the conference slate and regular season. So uh, if if that kind of just all went in one ear and out the other, I, I get it because I'm reading names off a page or reading teams off a page. So certainly go to astateredwolves.com to kind of follow along so you can see this conference schedule as well. But there's a couple things that kind of uh, immediately jumped out to me when I saw the schedule release earlier. One, there's no really super weird road trips like there were last year. Um, You go back to last year, and of course, it was the first year with those four teams added to the mix. And pretty much everybody had at least one goofy road trip across the league, if not if not two. For example, what I mean by that is um, A-State had a Thursday-Saturday road swing last year where they had to go t- from Troy to James Madison. Like, that, come on. That's, <laughs> that's tough. Now, they do have to go back to James Madison this year, but the destination after that is Huntington, West Virginia, instead of somewhere in Alabama. So it's it's a little bit more feasible. Although now I'm interested in in wanting to hear why A State is going to JMU in back to back seasons. That's that's a question for another day. Um, you also had a road trip that was like ULM on a Thursday, followed by Georgia Southern on a Saturday. Uh, you had a stretch last year for A State where the Red Wolves were at Coastal Carolina on a Thursday, only to have to turn around and come back home and play in Jonesboro on a Saturday against ODU. So so the super positive thing right right out of the gate with this schedule is that there are none of those absolute terrible road trips. Um, you've got JMU and Marshall as a road trip. You've got South Alabama and Texas State as a road trip. ULM and Troy as a road trip. Um, Georgia State and the Mystery Back School as a road trip. In Southern Miss and Louisiana as a road trip. That ain't that bad. A couple of those are going to be further than others, but at the end of the day, nothing, <laughs> nothing like Troy to JMU. So right out of the gate, I, I don't know if it was better for everybody in the entire league, but it was certainly better travel-wise for Arkansas State the way it's being done this year than the way it's being done than the way it was done last year. Uh, just looking at this overall, um, again, uh, A State does get its probably most difficult road trip out of the way early on in the season. The first road trip is to JMU and Marshall. And James Madison won the league last year. I have no idea what they return. Um, If they're expected to be as good as they were last season, you know, we won't see preseason polls for three months. But but let's just say they are. So that'll be a difficult road trip right out of the gate. That can also be a game right out of the gate that lets you know, uh, you know, what, what kind of conference season it will be for A-State. So they've got JMU on the 4th and then Marshall on the 6th before they come back home. Uh, the Red Wolves do not play Georgia Southern this year, which uh, I guess is fine. Georgia Southern was the 6th seed in last year's tournament. So, um, I, again, I, I don't know who all is returning who in the league, but if we just look at last year's teams and assume... Let's just assume they'll all be about the same as they were last year as as this year. A-State will have one on the road against reigning league champ James Madison, a home-and-home with a team who finished second in the league in Texas State, a home-and-home 
with the team who finished third in the league in Southern Miss. And uh, the other semifinal participant in the league championship last year was Old Dominion. A-State will host Old Dominion in February. So, again, first reaction is it's, it's all right. I, I don't see anything here that I'm super mad about. More just curious on the James Madison game, but... Uh, but I uh, looking at the schedule. I don't. I don't have any, you know, significant beef with the belt <laughs> for the way this one. Uh, the way this one looks. Again, uh, that uh, Mac game will be February the tenth. So we know eighteen ish, nineteen actually, if you count that initial Mac game in November. Nineteen games now on the A State women's basketball schedule. And look forward to seeing the full schedule soon. Kind of heard reports that the A-State women's basketball non-conference schedule is more home-friendly than last year's. But I have not seen it yet. Uh, if it, it, it was not, the full schedule was not released today. I'm guessing there's just a couple more I's to dot and T's to cross in terms of game contracts. And then once that happens, we'll see this full release and we can start to you know plan our winters around these a-state basketball schedules the men's schedule uh conference schedule will be released tomorrow same time so 10 a.m is when to look out for that one and uh, of course if you've got that handy dandy app on your phone you will be able to get notifications and uh, be ready to start looking at what this upcoming slate is going to be. In the meantime, uh, again, today's CavanaughCars.com question. What is going to be A-State football's best position group in 2023? Uh, I'll start throwing out groups because why not? And it's really easy to kind of look at that wide receiver group as being potentially um, the most improved and and potentially the, the best overall. Uh, when you look at that group, you know, two of the three projected starters are transfer portal guys. Now, one of those is Corey Rucker, who has been here and is certainly all kinds of familiar with the A-State offense. So he's had zero adjustment uh, getting back in the swing of things. And, and look, he looks like Corey Rucker. We we touched on this yesterday uh, when we talked about A-State's first practice in, in full pads. He, there's, there's, there's not anything really different about Corey Rucker. Not that you would expect there to be. But again, you never know when, when somebody has not been around for a little bit. You never know when somebody is coming back off of an injury, just how exactly they'll look. And he looks like Corey Rucker. (laughs) Uh, Jeff Foreman, of course, is going to be back starting with that unit as well. I mean, he's going into year five at, uh, at a state. So he certainly is, is, is ready, is prepared, has got all the, the snaps in the world under his belt to be able to, to be a threat this year for a state again, after just all the football that he's played. Uh, with the Red Wolves, and then of course uh, the other transfer in the mix is Courtney Jackson, who transferring over after four seasons at Syracuse. And again, he was the team's leading receiver in 2021. Um, that year, he was named to Pro Football Focus's All ACC team, and that's going to be kind of that speedy guy that they are going to have in the mix there. So that's that's the top three guys you see. Of course, they're going to rotate out a ton at that position. And then you're going to see guys like Adam Jones, who Butch Jones (laughs) always is so hesitant to rave about. But, you know, some of the other wide receivers have talked up Jones' work in the offseason. Sounds like he's going to be a more than capable backup there at wide receiver. Uh, You've got Kamari Thompson 
at wide receiver who has spent time at Illinois and in Missouri. And he's going to be in the mix, going to be a big part of that. You've got Reagan Ely back as well. And then you've got some additional guys that are going to step up in that room like, like Wyatt Beagle. Additionally, when you talk about speed on the team, that's going to be a room that is just full of some guys that are crazy fast. Uh, Tanel Bryant uh, is, a, is a true freshman that when all kinds of track stuff in Ohio, he's fast. Chauncey Cobb, uh, when we ask Justin Parks and Malik Straker on Sunbelt Media Days who the fastest dude was on the team, that's who they pointed at. Uh, and you've got uh, some other guys in that room that are, that are going to be pitching in as well. But that overall kind of looks like a, a room where you've added top talent in Rucker and Jackson, and you've added depth. And, of course, everybody is a year older and wiser. So you've added experience as well. So I like that wide receiver room. I'm hoping for big things. Of course, this wide receiver room, for a little bit now, has, has been talented. It's not like there's been a void of that. There's just been some mental lapses uh, from some of the guys in that room. And, and it's been a room that's needed a little bit more physicality. So hopefully that's something that we will see play out coming up in this 2023 season. Now, at the top of the hour, we also mentioned in regards to A-State football news, over the past week, they have added a couple more commits to the class of 2024, and I don't really feel like we've touched on these guys very much, so I wanted to get up to speed about the latest commitments there. There's 14 now for the class of 2024. Uh, last week, we were actually on air when Anthony Carter committed out of Lowndes High School, which is in Valdosta, Georgia. But he is a six foot one, 179 pound defensive back and picked up an offer very recently and then quickly committed to Jonesboro. And he was number 13 for A State football. More recently, in fact, back on Sunday, A State picked up a commitment from Eric Moore Jr., who is out of Ocean Springs High School in Mississippi. He's actually the third highest rated. Uh, commit in this class now of 2024 and for more you know he had some offers that get your attention Georgia Tech SMU Liberty uh, among others some SCS programs of course as well and he had a good season there last year for the Greyhounds Uh, 107 tackles and I always like seeing guys that come in from, from really successful programs. And he certainly did. His team last year went 12-1 and and had their first trip to South State in 13 years. So a very good year for Ocean Springs. Eric Moore, a six foot two, 210-pound linebacker. And actually the first linebacker to commit in this 20. 24 classes so far let's see you've got one two three four defensive backs in the class a couple three four wide receivers you mentioned more is the first linebacker you got a, a pair of running backs a tight end a defensive lineman actually two and I don't know if that adds up to 14 or not, but it's it's got to be close, right? <laughs> we'll say it is. We'll say it is. 
So uh, still uh, several more pieces that, of course, A-State will be going to to get uh, to fill up that class. I kind of wonder with – there's not really a template moving forward in terms of how coaches are going to complete their roster, right? You know, what I mean by that is, is of course, for so many years they had the 25 limit. So – in in some cases, you know, coaches would go all high school. Sometimes they would add a couple JUCO players that were of need. You know, sometimes there there were transfers before the portal, but not anywhere near as many because you'd have to sit out a year. Now, I, it kind of feels like over the past couple of classes, A-State a and, and Butch Jones has tried to stick with about 20-ish high school players. So to still primarily build the team through the high school ranks, but then also add in high-impact players for the portal that can come in and, and perhaps if you've got a, a position or two where you need a starter right away, um, fill that role with a portal guy. That, if, if I'm recalling correctly, it seems kind of like that's that's what his classes have looked like. So uh, so maybe, I don't know if that means they'll, they'll take six or seven more high school commits in this class, if, if they'll take ten more. Again, there's not any kind of set number anymore. That uh, that that you built to, so we'll see. But again, right now, 14 for a state football in the class of 2024. Uh, let's step aside. We've got phone lines open at 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline. What will be a state football's best position group in 2023? We'll uh, continue to weigh in on that when we come back here on the ticket. Enter the workday red zone weekdays noon to two on the Ticket Radio Network. Good afternoon, I'm Kate Morgan from the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Farm Market Report. September corn at 485 and a half, up three and a quarter. December also up three and a quarter at 499. August soybeans at 1412, down two and a half. September down one and a half at 1346 and three quarters. September wheat at 659 and a half, up two. December up three at 684. October cotton at 8618, down 20. December down 34 at 85. And September rice at 1591, down to November down four at 1601. In the livestock complex, August live cattle at 179.98, up 28. October down 28 at 181.15. August feeder cattle at 245.75, down 123. September down 168 at 249.20. And August lean hogs at 101.95, up 43. October down 73 at 84.10. That's your new farm market report from your EAB Ag Network. Have a great day. Let's talk about America, not taxes or tweets or the issues that divide us, but how incredible our country is. Left, right, up, down, state lines to winding coastlines. Whether you come home to a crowded city street, tree-lined suburb, or sleepy small town, everyone deserves to live in a clean, green, and thriving community. And we all share in the responsibility to create beauty that ripples from one neighborhood to another and one block to the next. We are Keep America Beautiful, the nonprofit working with millions of people just like you to end littering, improve recycling, and beautify our communities. Because every mindful action and sustainable habit has a positive impact, and it all adds up. Learn how you can join Keep America Beautiful at kab.org. Together, we can do beautiful things. 
Play it again. Sports wants to pay you money. Now that I have your attention, Planning and Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Planning and Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Planning and Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Planning and Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Hytrol's mission is to create material handling technology and relationships that move the world. You see the mission statement being lived out pretty much everywhere at Hytrol. It's a pretty unique mission in that there's a greater purpose in it. Think about the idea of moving the world, everything that we use in our day-to-day lives, that our families use, everything is impacted by the work that we do at Hytrol. And so there's a bigger purpose there. Become a part of the Hytrol family. Visit careers.hytrol.com. Dustin White Realty makes your real estate dreams come true with listings like this featured property at 5157 Fairview Road in Imboden. This property is located on 250 acres and features a private 18-acre lake and boasts a newly updated five-bedroom, four-and-a-half-bath home with a full walkout basement as well as a new four-bedroom, two-bath manufactured home. The options are endless with this amazing property. Contact JC today at 870 594 or visit our website at DustinWhiteRealty.com to schedule a time to check out this amazing listing. Dustin White Realty, your trusted partner in real estate. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back into the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. You'll be glad you chose Collision Repair to get your car back to normal after an accident. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair at 935-9482. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. About an hour away from our conversation with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. In the meantime, plenty of time for you to weigh in on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Right Fiber is an internet provider that is different in all of the right ways. No contracts, no hidden fees, and you get unlimited data. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. Today's KavanaughCars.com question, what will be A-State football's best position group in? 2023 flashing back to yesterday's kavanaughcars.com question we ask you when everything is all done or at least this round is done (laughs) will the latest wave of realignment overall be good for college athletics or bad for college athletics and you all are not fans this poll was very lopsided 83% of you saying bad, which means only 17% of you think this will be something that ultimately ends up positive for college athletics. It's, It's hard to find the positives right now, right? It's just all so weird. It's, it's, it's going to be weird to try and envision a situation where Oregon and Penn State are rivals. It's going to be weird trying to envision a situation where Utah and UCF are rivals. I mean, yes, I, I know they get the Holy War back. That's cool. But but 
I mean, Arizona State and Cincinnati. Woo, big rivalry. We should name it. There should be a trophy. It might work out for the best, but it's just so different. And again, I know, I'll only speak for myself here. I'm continually just kind of shell-shocked as a fan with the never-ending massive changes that keep happening across college athletics. We still have not had time to get our breath from the transfer portal and from NIL. Additionally, NIL continues to change too, so it's it's not like these things are, are, are static changes. The changes keep changing. So in the past four years, we've seen the transfer portal. We've seen NIL. We've seen an expanded college football playoff, although, of course, it won't start until 24. And we've just seen seismic changes across the conference landscape. I am never-endingly unable to get my bearings on what's going on right now in college athletics, let alone think about what the future could hold. What it, What is 2026 going to look like? I don't know. So... You all not fans. I, I'm not a fan right now. And by the way, this latest round of realignment is also not completely done. Because right now you have a pack four. And it's certainly not going to continue to stay that way. With just Stanford, Cal, Washington State, and Oregon State left as the four teams that will be in the pack whatever conference coming up on July 1, 2024. Well now... It might not even be those four. According to multiple reports yesterday, and I'm going to read here from an article in The Athletic, the ACC is in early stages of exploring the idea of adding Stanford and Cal. Just as a reminder, (laughs) if you haven't thought about it lately, ACC stands for Atlantic Coast Conference. So now they're going to go a little west. Uh, a little bit more west, uh, more west than that. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going until you can't go any more west without falling into the ocean. And then that's Stanford and Cal. So is it going to be the APCC, the Atlantic Pacific Coast Conference? <laughs> it's just, it's just so goofy. It is just never endingly weird. Shout out, Mac. We still love you. Uh, again, these are, look, these are preliminary, preliminary, pre- preliminary conversations. So I, I don't know if this could potentially happening. I mean, the league is kind of still in a mess with Florida State and Clemson, uh, particularly Florida State being incredibly outspoken about not being satisfied with the league revenue and being disgruntled with their own league. So I don't know how... It's going to appease Florida State to now have to get on a plane and play conference games at Stanford. Unless, of course, there is a significant dollar figure involved. And then, spoiler alert, that's going to put everybody in in a good mood and make everyone considerably less grumpy. But you already knew that. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
Uh, it, on paper, this doesn't make sense, but nothing does right now, so that's not shocking. Uh, for Stanford and Cal, of course, the incentive is that you remain in a power conference, especially for football. Um, this is really interesting, though, from just a Stanford perspective. If I'm recalling correctly, Stanford has more collegiate sports overall than, than any other program in the country. And what I mean by that is just different teams in different programs. So, like, for example, A-State has 16 different Division I sports that it, that it fields. So, you know, men's and women's basketball, baseball, bowling, this, 16 of those total. Stanford's got like 30-something, and a lot of them are really, really good. So, I don't know, does, is Stanford going to send its women's rowing team to Boston College? It, it Again, it is just never-endingly weird. <laughs> so... Um, I, I do hope for me personally that maybe because of all of that weirdness that is on the imminent horizon that, that maybe I appreciate uh, this year in college football a little bit more. One, we're also about to see um, some of these longtime rivalry games disappear. Uh, that, so many things that are going on. I mean, you're gonna we're going to be losing Bedlam and the Apple Cup and uh, just a ton, a ton of games that are probably never going to make it back onto a schedule, despite all of the public posturing by its athletic leaders that they, they want to keep these rivalries intact. Look, there's no way. It's not going to happen. College football schedules in some places are already built until 2030. And with some of those high-profile rivalry games being conference games now, they're not going to be able to find a way for them on the schedule in the upcoming years when they, those teams will not be sharing a conference. Just a lot of stuff that we're accustomed to as fans is going away. And it'll start disappearing July 1, 2024. The Atlantic Pacific Coast Conference. Just start wrapping your head around that one. Featuring longtime rivals. Stanford and Syracuse. Longtime rivals, Cal and Clemson. Totally what rivalries are made of. <laughs> uh, let's uh let's take a break. Uh we need to we need to take one. I want to get up, uh caught up um on some hoops news. Got some some local guys shining nationally. I want to make sure everybody is up to speed on that. We'll tell you what I mean when I return here on the ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Drink responsibly. And this is Above the Noise. The Bengals' success relies on Joe Burrow. The former Heisman winner is one of the league's best under center. But this offseason hasn't gone according to plan for the number one overall pick. Burrow suffered a non-contact calf strain earlier this summer. The concern around the injury seems minimal, or at least it did. Now it's been reported that the star quarterback could miss more time than previously expected. Star receiver Jamar Chase even stated his QB should sit out until week five. The Bengals played just one of 
opponent who made the playoffs the first five weeks of the regular season. And the team will play three teams who are in major flux with the L.A. Rams, Tennessee Titans, and Arizona Cardinals. The team can't afford to fall behind in a loaded AFC North, but with a very forgiving schedule to start the year, it may be better to ensure the star quarterback's health than rushing back into action. Because in the NFL, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. We are going to Dublin at the end of August. I got to work on my Irish accent. Seton has been giving us a tutorial on our Irish accent. That's right, Dan! (laughs) This is going to be my new accent! Seems a little over the top. You know what's subtle is Keeper's Heart, the world's first Irish and American whiskey brought together. Kind of like us going to Ireland. It's smoother than the other side of a spoon, Dan! It's so good. In fact, their 10-year-old whiskey was recently named world's best Irish whiskey by the Tasting Alliance. Based on the awards, it continues to bring home. It's unlike anything else the world has ever tasted before. It's the best possible way. Keeper's Heart brings the boldness of American whiskey and the smoothness of Irish whiskey to create a new experience worthy of the record books. Ah. Uh, you can't spell Messiah without Messi, Dan! This is the Messi of Irish whiskey! Once again, it's Keeper's Heart. Drink responsibly. Attention, members and guests. Get lost at Lost Pizza. See why people continue to flock to Northeast Arkansas's coolest and funkiest place to eat. Try one of Lost Pizza's 10 signature pizzas or create your own. Plus, salads, subs, and pastas. And, of course, those famous Delta hot tamales. Lost Pizza offers curbside pickup, dine-in, or delivery. And they also do catering. Lost Pizza with two locations in Jonesboro, 906 Southwest Drive, and on Hilltop at 3410 East Johnson. Order at lostpizza.com or download and order through the Lost Pizza. Great reputations aren't easy to come by, and we take ours seriously. Real tangible accolades to back up consecutive years of being a statewide leader and the only hospital in eastern Arkansas to receive an A rating in patient safety by LeapFrog. Our reputation means a lot of things to us. What it means to you is world-class care and an unmatched dedication to patient safety. You have a choice in your health care. Choose NEA Baptist, where safety isn't a goal. It's a promise. Hello, everyone. At George Kell Motors, we strive to deliver you excellence at every step of your purchase. That includes offering you an even greater buying selection by joining forces with George Kell Ford, formerly Harris Ford. We're proud to bring Ford to the George Kell Motors family and proud to continue to offer you the customer buying experience you've come to expect. Come visit us just off exit 85 in Newport or online at georgekellford.com. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back 
to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. Just a couple more minutes here in this noon hour. A reminder that coming up in the 1 o'clock hour, we're going to chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. He's going to be here with us in studio uh, 1.30 is when we're going to have that conversation. In the meantime, plenty of opportunities for you to weigh in with us on the phones. 870-930-3776 is the number to call there. Uh, what were we doing? I said we were going to talk about some... Oh, hoops. Hoops. Let's get caught up on some on some hoops talk. Of course, uh, we did a little hoops talk earlier when we uh, went over the Arkansas State Women's Basketball Sunbelt Conference schedule. That was released earlier today. You can find that on the Sunbelt's website. You can, of course, find that on A-State's website as well. But there's some international play going on uh, right now. In fact, uh, Team USA, Men's Team USA, is getting ready for the 2023 World Cup. And they have started play with some exhibition games. And last night... They were squaring off against Puerto Rico. Um, it was it was a, a pretty decisive victory, as you can imagine. One seventeen to seventy four was the final score in that one last night. Uh, Anthony Edwards led the way for Team USA with fifteen points. Jalen Brunson had a double double. Uh, Therese Halliburton had uh, a dozen assists, so several good performances there. But we saw a couple of local guys shine last night as well. Now. One is local, local. And, of course, that's Austin Reeves, who is on Team USA, which is just so stinking cool, man. How cool is that? Watch this guy all throughout his high school career, and now he is playing for Team USA. He came off the bench last night and had a really hot start. Uh, He was a sub in the first quarter, and I think the very first time he touched the basketball, he drained a three, and he didn't stop there. Uh, in the first half, he was the team leader with nine points on four of six shooting. Didn't play much after that. He was only on the court somewhere in the neighborhood of like eight minutes, at least in the first half. So that was uh, really exciting to see him out there, see him show off his sharp shooting. And there's been a lot of positive feedback just about Austin Reeves overall in camps leading up to uh, the beginning of this exhibition play. Uh, it was pretty cool last night. Austin Reeves got a little love from his Lakers teammate, LeBron James, who tweeted out last night, AR, you so cold, man. And he's also gotten some love from Team USA head coach Steve Kerr because he, quote, impacts winning at a really high level. So, again, it's just like it's never going to get old to, to root for Austin Reeves, right? And to see him go out and accomplish awesome things. And that's what he's doing. Can't wait to see what Team USA does moving forward. And we'll look at the schedule here in just a moment. Also, though, do want to point out uh, another local guy, Jaron Jackson Jr. The Memphis Grizzlies had a good night as well. Um, he finished, I want to say, with, with 12 points last night in action. Uh, so a good stat line for J3. And in addition to that, uh, he was already voted during training camp as the most impressive player in that camp by his Team USA teammates. So really, really cool accolades there for Jaron Jackson Jr. Team USA has to, you know, do a good job. You know, our country is kind of known for its hoop skills. So hopefully these guys are able to live up to that reputation on a national stage. Uh, The last World Cup that we played in, on the men's side of things, did not go well. 
as I want to say I read earlier. I'm trying to find what I was reading earlier, and all of a sudden I can't find it. But I, I think Team USA finished like seventh in the 2019 World Cup. I mean, that's not that's not okay. I, I know. Look, I know there's been a ton of of countries that have made massive gains on the hardwood since since the Dream Team era, right? Uh, and and of course, you look at the NBA these days, and it is a international sport. There are a ton of just high-profile, amazing, exceptional athletes that are they're not from the states. So you know the world competition, the competition on the world stages is always going to be tough. But got to do better than 2019. So uh, coming up for Team USA, Slovenia on Saturday, Spain on Sunday. Those games are going to be played in Spain. Then Greece and Germany next week. Those games are going to be played in Abu Dhabi. And then the actual World Cup group games will start August 26th. So we, of course, will keep an eye on Austin Reeves and Jaron Jackson Jr. as well. Leading up to when the real action tips off in just a few weeks. 117.74. Again, the final score last night. Who does the USA play in? In group play, it'll be New Zealand, then Greece, then Jordan. I am not up to speed on how those teams would look. I know Steven Adams is from New Zealand. Is he on the New Zealand team? It will be interesting if, I, I don't know if he is or not. Of course, he's coming off injury last season. But if the very first game for Team USA was Steven Adams squaring off against <laughs> Jaron Jackson Jr., that might be a fight. That might be fun to watch. We'd get uh, a glimpse of what happens sometimes with those guys in practice. How that looks. But uh, still several weeks weeks away from that. Uh, when we come back in the 1 o'clock hour, uh, what we're actually going to start with, we're, we're going to pivot back around to Arkansas State football. Got some comments from Butch Jones that I uh, want to share with you following yesterday's first practice in full pads. So we'll hear from him. Uh, of course, as mentioned at 1.30, we'll check in with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. Some fun broadcasting news for EAB that was mentioned yesterday that we'll get it to. And then also we'll see if we can squeeze squeeze in. Some cardinal talk along the way as they're going to be back at it tonight taking on Tampa Bay. 540 is when that will get underway. I do love those early East Coast games on our sister station, 95.9 The Wolf. And then we'll still have time for your phone calls and your thoughts on today's question of the day as well. So that is the second hour slate. Should be saved by the music any second now. Good timing me. Pat myself on the back for a quick second. And now we're ready to go to break. So that's what we'll do. We'll step aside for a couple of minutes. When we come back, you've heard the 1 o'clock slate. We'll dive in right after this here on the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network.
This is Willow Swall, your Tuesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update, brought to you by Plans and Tire Service. After the first full pad workout of preseason camp yesterday for A-State football, the Red Wolves will take the day off. They'll be back on the practice field tomorrow and Thursday, ahead of the first scrimmage of preseason camp on Saturday at Centennial Bank Stadium. In soccer, Arkansas State picked to finish seventh by the league's coaches in the Sunbelt Conference preseason women's soccer poll that was released yesterday. James Madison and South Alabama tied for the top in the preseason coaches poll while last year's tournament champ Old Dominion was picked to finish third. Arkansas State meets longtime rival UALR in an exhibition match this evening in the Capital City. Kickoff at 6 o'clock at the Coleman Sports Complex in Little Rock. And the Cardinals open a five-game road swing this evening with the first of three in St. Petersburg against the Tampa Bay Rays. First pitch at 5.40, pregame 4.45 on 95.9 The Wolf. Bringing the best deal on tires for 60 years, that's Plaza Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands, with tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes, alignments, and oil changes for all makes and models. Your one-stop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is at Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. The meat shop in Mountain Home. What's the best way to cook a hamburger? The best way to cook a hamburger is first, allow your beef to come up to room temperature. Then, make sure you season your beef with the meat shop steak seasoning for at least 30 minutes. Steak seasoning? That's right. We have our own brand. It's amazing. Only thing I use on beef anymore. Then, I use the little dimple method. I form my hamburger patty, I put my thumb right down in the middle just to make a little cup on top. And then I fill that with olive oil and put it on the grill. Order online at MeatShopMH.com. Free delivery in Mountain Home. Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has an opening at their Monette location for a manufacturing engineer with some plastics and injection molding experience. Apply today. Visit our website at ColsonGroupUSA.com and click Careers tab. That's ColsonGroupUSA.com and click Lit Careers tab. Colson Group USA is an equal opportunity employer. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. Opening a My Social Security account gives you secure access to your personal record and interactive tools tailored for you. You can see if you are eligible to receive benefits, view spousal benefit estimates, and compare retirement benefit estimates at different ages or dates when you want to start receiving benefits. Already receiving benefits? Use your account to change your address, set up or change direct deposit, get a proof of income letter, and more. In most states, you can also request a replacement Social Security card. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov myaccount. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Maybe he was born with his witty humor. Some people bring joy wherever they go. Some whenever they go. Or as a frontier newspaper reporter. There's nothing to be learned from the second kick of the mule. Maybe he got his insights from being a riverboat captain. Never argue with a fool. Onlookers may not be able to tell the difference. Wherever he went, Mark Twain found humor all around. Humor. 
Pass It On from PassItOn.com. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Workday Red Zone. It's Kara Ritchie and Ryan James with you on a Tuesday. We've got one hour in the books. That means we've got one hour left to go. This hour going to be highlighted by Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, who's going to join us in studio at 1.30. And I uh, tell you, one of, the, one of the things I would like to talk with Stoltzy about just a little bit is the broadcast plans for this upcoming season. Uh, if you missed the news yesterday, we have welcomed Darian Griswold and Justin Clifton to the broadcast team. Grizz is going to be doing the color analysis with the Stoltz during the game. Uh, zero down in my mind, he's going to crush it. He's knowledgeable. Uh, he was very knowledgeable as a player in addition to being just phenomenal. And the same could be said also for Justin Clifton, who is going to be joining me on Wolf House. Now, look, I'm excited. I'm excited for you guys because he's going to do a phenomenal job. But look, I'm really just as much or more excited for me because when you get to sit down with with former players and pick their brains about, you know, specific plays or, or, or the whys of how things happen, it makes you smarter as a fan, right? I, I know it makes me smarter as a fan. So being able to have conversations with Justin Clifton like, you know, an hour after we've seen a big play unfold on the field and to get him to break down the why of it, the how of it, I can't wait. I'm really excited for that. I know uh, Jacob still did a great job with that last year. Justin Clifton's going to do a great job with it this year. And I can't wait to hear more from those guys as the season goes along. Uh, But uh, back to the CavanaughCars.com question here for a moment. I want to know what you feel like is going to be the best position group for A-State football in 2023. David on Twitter jokes that it's going to be the broadcast booth. (laughs) I don't know about that. Uh, That's a really high bar and mm, I don't I don't think I'm ready to set that expectation. But but I I am going to try and speak something into existence. I know you guys have heard me say that phrase way too many times over the course of this show but what if what if a state football's best position group in 2023 was the offensive line what if dream big with me here both literally and figuratively literally of course this is these are some sizable dudes when you go out and you see this team in person, you know, one thing you're going to notice immediately that the ones on the O-line are behemoths. This is a offensive line that absolutely looks the part. These are some big dudes. There's zero doubt about it. But in addition to that, these guys have to be quicker and they have to be smarter than they were last year. 
um, I, I, I've said this a lot of times. Look, I, I clearly did not have a play offensive line, and it's a unit that I struggle to to evaluate. Right? Like it's it's just hard to. I can tell the difference between you know a great offensive line and a terrible one. But there's certainly a lot of, of room in between those two gaps to, to analyze how a unit is performing, right? Um, clearly, you know, if, if you've got an offensive line that, that allows hardly any zacks, sacks uh, that, uh, that opens up lanes big enough to drive a semi through, like, they're doing a good job, right? On the flip side, if you've got a situation where they're constantly defenders meeting your skill players at the line of scrimmage, uh, your running backs at the line of scrimmage. If if your quarterback is taking a ton of hits, well, then you know the O line's not doing its job, right? That that's clear. But there's a lot of variation in between. And one of the things that I, I do to help me do a better job analyzing line play is is looking at the stats. I've mentioned this website time and time and time again when I am talking offensive line stats. And it's footballoutsiders.com. And they actually go through and they they have run blocking stats. They have pass blocking stats for every line in college football. And they've got several additional like uh, different criteria that they, they rank teams on. I mean, the pass blocking stats are pretty clear. You've got sack rate. You've got standard down sack rate. You've got passing down sack rate. And then you've got several run blocking stats as well. There's one blocking, one run blocking stat that I wanted to share with you because it's, well, let me just be clear. It's not good. But I didn't realize until earlier today just how, how, how bad it, it was. Um, flashing back to 2022, Arkansas State football ranked dead last among the 131 teams in college football in stuff rate. Stuff rate is pretty simple. It's the percentage of carries by your running backs that are stopped at or before the line of scrimmage. So every run for no gain, every run that is recorded for a tackle for loss, that is a stuff. A-State stuff rate, again, which ranked worst in all of college football, was 30.6%. That means almost one out of every three running plays, you're getting absolutely jack squat or you're moving backwards. It is an awful stat. And of course, if you've got all of those carries where you're getting no gain or you're moving backwards and a lot of those happening on first down, well, what does that mean? It means that your your next play, you're at second and 10, second and eleven. What does that mean after that? Usually that means you're in third and long. What does that mean after that? You don't convert the third down. What does that mean after that? That means you have two different games where you do not have a single third down conversion and your third down conversion percentage overall ranks as one of the worst in in FBS. It's a cumulative effect, right? And we saw it happen over and over last year. To go back to the stuff rate for a moment, maybe take a, maybe sit down for this one. (laughs) I didn't like this stat at all. Um, not only did A-State have the worst stuff rate in the country last year, it's the fourth worst stuff rate in college football in the past nine seasons. There are only three times in the previous nine seasons where somebody was worse, where somebody allowed their running backs to be stopped more at or before the line of scrimmage than A-State did last year. 
It's like 2020 Kansas and 2014 Wake Forest. I mean, these are some bad teams in 2018 Tennessee. I think that was year one of the Jeremy Pruitt era. So, again, circling back to the original (laughs) point of the conversation, we all know this offensive line has to get better. And and not a little bit better. It needs to take a really big step this year. But if 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 we could all dream together for a moment and imagine a scenario where, where that unit is actually the strength of the team. I mean, my goodness, what kind of season would we be talking about? I don't know. I don't know if I can dream that big. I don't know if I can wrap my head around it. Because of course that makes everybody on your offense better. That means you're gonna see a big season from Brian Sneed and or Zach Wallace. That means you're gonna see a big season from whatever QB won is there. Of course, if QB1 is having a big season, that means Corey Rucker is going to have a big season. That means Jeff Foreman's going to have a big season. That means Courtney Jackson's going to have a big season. And then, of course, again, it's a cumulative effect. So if you've got an offense that can run the, the ball behind an excellent offensive line, what does that mean? It means your defense is going to be on the field less than we've seen in years prior because you've got an offense now all of a sudden that instead of being in third and seven, third and six. They're in third and one, and they're just marching down the field. Dream big. What if? What if? The answer to today's KavanaughCards.com question was the offensive line. How awesome (laughs) would that be? Let us all manifest it together. Uh, We'll let you manifest for a moment while we get ready to play some audio. Uh, we kind of gave you a little bit of a practice report yesterday from from what happened uh, out on the scene there at, on uh, at, at campus. Um, Red Wolves in full pads for the first time yesterday. It was practice number five. But I had to get back to the studio before there was any post-practice conversations to be had with head football coach Butch Jones. Had tip to Cade Carlton for the rescue. He sent me some audio, went through and, and listened to it to hear Butch's takeaways and wanted to share those with you now, but he starts by sizing up the day for the Red Bulls. The biggest takeaway from today is, uh, you know, the power of momentum and learning that the ebbs and flows of a football game that you go to, there's going to be momentum. But, you know, when you play the game of football, particularly when you go on the road, you're responsible for creating your own momentum. And, uh, you know, the, the ebbs and flows of practice, I thought it was one of the most competitive practices we've had since we've been here but it's now learning how do you when you lose the momentum how do you create the momentum and get it back but also there's a there's an art to it that the good teams do that even when things don't go your way you still don't relinquish that momentum and so that's something that will continue to go you know from a schematic standpoint or an offensive a defense side of the ball standpoint obviously can't have the turnovers way too many turnovers and there's a lot that goes into it yesterday there were five turnovers uh that that i recall and when he talked about the power of momentum there there was there was one point where they came in bunches you had an interception by i don't have my notes in front of me shame on me oh here we go you had an interception from manny stokes on the very next pass there was a, a pass that was batted down at the line of scrimmage on the very next pass after that, you had uh, another interception. And it was just kind of wild just how quickly it happened. Excuse me, it was Dante Thompson with the interception. Uh, then you had a pass batted down. Then you had James Reed 
with the interception. You just had this period there in practice where it was just the defense was unstoppable. They were riding that wave of momentum, and it was really kind of fun to watch those guys feast for a moment. Uh, Jones weighs in on that defensive performance and the turnovers that they were able to force in yesterday's live periods. Well, I'll know a little bit more when I see it, um, you know, on video. But it's great, you know, that's something that we've talked about. But, again, we need more ball, ball disruptions, you know, and, and everything is about impacting the quarterback in today's world of football and tips and overthrows are a big part of that as well. But that's something that we've stressed, and now you just got to continue to believe in it. And if you believe in it and you work hard enough, you'll see it come to life. That's the biggest thing is, you know, making the schemes, making all that, that's great. But we as players, they got to make it come to life. And we got to give them the tools as coaches for them to be able to make those plays and, and all the ball disruptions come to life. With uh, some other comments here from Jones, of course, he uh, was also keeping an eye on the running backs, how they're performing, uh, Brian Sneed, Zach Wallace, Jaquez Cross, and others. Uh, he touches base on that unit. Well, I think they're still evolving. Uh, you know, and, and as we know, you need depth. And, you know, Brian Sneed's been hampered a little bit with some nagging injuries. So, you know, I thought he ran the ball hard. Uh, Jaquez Cross has had a really good summer for us. Been excited about him. Uh, you know, Zach brings, Zach Wallace brings a whole nother dimension with his size and his competitiveness. And then, uh, you know, I really like our freshman. Um, I really like everything that he's doing. I think he's got a chance to be a really, really good special uh, player in Hawkins. So we're excited about him. And then Mike Sharp, we've got to get him going a little bit. But, you know, that's a group that needs to complement each other. They all have a, a little bit of a different skill set. So I'm excited about all their talents and then combining them into one running back core. We're going to hear Butch Jones talk about short yardage situations here in just a moment. Um, this is just looking at, you know, the run game specifically. But we talked about the stat of stuff rate earlier. There's also a stat, um, power success rate, where you're talking about the percentage of runs on third or fourth down with two yards or less to go that achieved a first down or a touchdown. So basically the scenarios where you're watching the game and you know as a fan that your team is about to run the ball. And every player that is on the field knows that your team is about to run the ball, and so did the officials, so did the broadcasters, so did the ushers, so did the concession workers. It is just so blatantly obvious that you're about to run. Waystate was able to convert about 62% of those plays last year. That's not great. Bottom third of college football. Good teams do it about north of 70%. Great teams do it north of 80%. And uh, Jones says that's clearly still something the Red Wolves need to work on. Well, that's got to be a, a program emphasis. You know, the last two years in our program, we've not done well in that down and distance uh, we're about 50%, which you can't be. And so that's uh, inexcusable, and that comes with winning your one-on-one -on -one matchups. That stands with the line of scrimmage game. So we're going to practice that a lot. But it's the same thing. The, the defense does a great job of creating some momentum, but now they have to snap and clear and go play fourth and one, third and one, and we weren't able to do that on defense. And then offensively, I thought we came off the ball well. Our running backs ran with good pad level, so we're going to need that for short yardage situations. Again, uh, that's A-State head football coach Butch Jones was about to go to break, but we've got one more clip that I want to play quickly. Uh, Saturday is going to be a scrimmage day for the rest Red Wolves. First one of the fall, he talks about what is in store for the team. Yeah, we'll do it like we normally do. It'll be ones-on-ones. 
offense versus defense, some situational football, let them play football. You know, I've said it is, you know, one of the challenges here at Arkansas State is we never have officials at practice. So, you know, everywhere else I've been, we've always had a full set of officials. And then you get an injury report and you're able to teach off it. So it's really hard right now with the penalty situation. So every time we get an opportunity to scrimmage and we have officials, that's as big as anything for us in, in those elements. Again, that was A-State head football coach Butch Jones, some post-practice audio from Tuesday. We have time to squeeze in a phone call, Ryan. We can squeeze in a phone call before we go to break, and then uh, we'll do so. And, of course, at one thirty, we will have a conversation with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, but uh, do want to make sure everybody has opportunities to weigh in on the Right Fiber hotline. So that is what's in store. Let's shout it, Chuck. How are you? I'm good, Kara. How are you today? Hey, doing well. Thank you for the phone call. Hey, is there been a mountain where uh, Cal and Stanford you're cutting out on us quite a bit, Chuck. I heard I heard the word Cal and Stanford, and uh, you know there was news. What? I said you're cutting out on us quite a bit, but I did hear hear the words Hello. Cal and Stanford, and uh, there were reports yesterday that maybe the ACC was kind of in preliminary talks about those teams. Okay, so there ain't been nothing announced where they're going then. No, no, no. There's, there's, there's no, there's no news today. There's no more rumors today that could even lead to news. So nothing's changed since yesterday. Okay. Now I did read a rumor on Facebook, but you can't ever believe what you read on Facebook. Look, uh, Stanford to the Ivy League. So. The thing with Stanford. One, okay, so the Ivy League doesn't offer scholarships. Right. So that's, I I just can't picture that at all because Stanford, not only do they offer athletic scholarships, I'm pretty sure they have more athletic teams than anybody else in the country. Like A-State fields like 16 teams somewhere in that neighborhood. Stanford has over 30. So you're talking about like 600, 700 student athletes that would have their scholarships yanked. I, I just, that's, there's just no way. Right. I, I agree. And in order to be in the Ivy League, that means everybody's there on an academic scholarship. Right. Well, I mean, look, Stanford is full of people way smarter than myself, so academically it might work. It's just athletically it wouldn't it wouldn't happen. Yeah. Well, that's what I kind of figured, too. But anyway, what what's your topic that you were your question of the day? Our question today, what will be A-State football's best position group in 2023? I'm going to say the running back. Okay. I am because from what I've been hearing, they're pretty stout, you know. So if the offensive line can halfway block, we should have a decent running game this year from everything I've been reading on Facebook and stuff like that. Sure. Sure, I like it. Anyway, Kara, I know you got to go to break, ma'am. I appreciate you taking my call. Y'all have a great day, and go Red Wolf. Thank you, Chuck. I Look, I appreciate him being aware of the time, and he's right. Let's step aside. We'll take a break. Uh, super short segment on Cardinal Talk when we return here on The Ticket. 
the only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. What are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. Do you need an umbrella indoors? First Quality Roofing is here to help. Are you in need of roof repair or replacement for your residential or commercial property? Look no further than First Quality Roofing, your trusted roofing expert. Our skilled team is here to provide you with reliable, efficient, and cost-effective solutions. From repairs to installations, no job is too big or too small for us. So why wait? Don't let a damaged or outdated roof dampen your spirits. Call Walter at 870-316-2381. That's 870-316-2381 to get started today. in style in a crown limousine whether it's a birthday anniversary prom wedding concert any special occasion at crown limousine we do all the driving you have all the fun book our 14 passenger hummer or 10 passenger lincoln now at crownlimo1.com or 870-215-0077 crown, crown Kitchen and Bath at 5412 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro is Northeast Arkansas's premier kitchen and bath contractor. Let Vore's Kitchen and Bath bring their skill, passion, and love of design to your new or existing home. Dedicated to your complete satisfaction, Vore's Kitchen and Bath will turn your dream design into reality. The latest trends and designs with over 70 years of experience. Visit them at Vore'sKitchenandBath.com or call 268-0665 to schedule a free estimate with Gerald or Michael. Vore's Kitchen and Bath, your kitchen, your bath their passion this place has a pulse you hear it in the canopy feel it in the ground life fully illuminated engulfs you from the birds singing in the treetops above to the tiniest insects in the soil below you take a deep cleansing breath filling your lungs with the essence of the forest now imagine it's all gone Healthy, life-giving forests reduced to nothing. No singing birds, no lush canopy, and water and food in short supply around the world. Time is running out to protect our forests, and without our love, they can and will disappear. It's our choice. Love it or lose it. Help protect our forests. Visit World Wildlife Fund at wwf.org slash love. Every year, Steve Faircal climbs the stairs at the John Hancock Center in Chicago, 94 floors to the top. It's called the hustle up the Hancock. It's hard to believe when you watch Steve today that a few years ago, his lungs were failing and he was fighting to survive. For eight hours a day, someone was pounding on my chest to try and keep my lungs clear. I honestly don't think I had more than a couple weeks to live. That's when Steve received the gift of life, a double lung transplant made possible by an organ donor. After I got my new lungs, I started 
started doing things that I had never been able to do. I never knew that breathing could feel this good. Steve climbs to honor his donor and to raise awareness for organ, eye, and tissue donation. Wouldn't you like that when you left this beautiful planet that you could save a few lives on your way out? It's an incredible gift. Imagine what you could make possible by leaving behind the gift of life. Learn more and sign up as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Throwing back out uh, the KavanaughCars.com question, although I will say, uh, hold hold the conversations on it about it for just a moment or weigh in online because we are about to have to go back to break so we can get ready to welcome in voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz at one thirty. But uh, question of the day, what will be A-State football's best position group in 2023? Get an answer from the text line, tight end room, and a whole lot of exclamation points. Hey, not a bad answer. Should be a lot of depth in that room coming up in 2023. Uh, quick, quick, quick on a segment here on the Cardinals, I guess, which, look, I'm not too mad about. But they get back on the field tonight at 540, taking on Tampa Bay, who, of course, is one of the better teams in all of baseball, though they haven't quite been able to uh, get back on top there in the AL East after being passed by Baltimore. A couple of weeks ago, but uh, Tampa Bay, very good. Cardinals, very not. 540 is when this one will get underway. And I guess we can just tell you your your pitchers and then move on. It's going to be Miles Michaelis pitching tonight for the Cardinals. And then Zach Eflin is who the Rays are going to counter with. And uh, we'll just see how it goes. Um not like it's a secret that the Cardinals have struggled this year. Also, it has remained fascinating to me all year long about just how awful this Cardinals team has been in the opening game of series. I don't have the stat in front of me because I haven't looked in a while, but I mean, it's somewhere in the neighborhood of like 5 and 18 <laughs> in the first game of series. Uh, and I'm rounding significantly. For multiple reasons. One, because they played a whole lot more than the 23 series at this point in time. But uh, it's just a bad, bad, bad number. So I uh, this is this is a long way to say I'm probably not going to be sitting down and watching this one tonight. The Rays have been to make up a little ground uh, on, uh, on the O's, of course. As Baltimore is leading that very, very, very good American League East division right now by three games. But the O's... Getting a lot of grief today for something that actually, you know, has not happened on the field. And if you haven't seen it yet, one of the most talked about stories in, in baseball, probably over the past 24 hours that was not, you know, like suspension related, <laughs> uh, excuse me, on-field suspension related, was the fact that the Orioles have suspended one of their broadcasters, a guy by the name of Kevin Brown, has been suspended from their network for talking about how much the Orioles have struggled in recent years against the Rays. They've lost, or not lost, but uh, they have not won any of the last 16 series. There was one that was a split. So basically, he's going through on the broadcast, and he's throwing out these stats. I mean, these are all facts. 
Uh, these were stats that were put in their game notes by their, their team. Um, there's a graphic that they show while Kevin Brown is speaking that is put together by their broadcast team, and, and they just discuss that it's just not been a good matchup lately. And so ownership got all in their feelings that somebody dares speak the truth about how much they've struggled against the Rays, and they suspended him. It is absolutely baffling, to say the least, for multiple reasons. One, I mean, the Orioles right now, you'd think they would... Why would you do something to draw attention to yourself in a negative way when you're having one of the better seasons you've had in years and years and years and years and years? It defies logic. And, of course, uh, nobody in the organization has spoke out about it, so who knows how long Kevin Brown is going to be suspended, but they are getting grief about it from all sides uh, everywhere. Other news in Major League Baseball, Shohei Otani just continues to do ridiculous, stupid, insane things. If he doesn't win the AL MVP by a landslide, something is seriously wrong in our world. And uh, I'll mention this before we bring in our next guest. The Rangers have won seven in a row. So with that being said, let's take a break. When we come back, voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz will be in studio with us. I'm sure he'll tell us about it and uh, talk a little Red Wolves with us too. That's on the way after the break here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Visiting with Chris from the meat shop in Mountain Home. Tell us about your steak selection. Our steak selection is amazing. It's all upper choice black Angus. We have T-Bones, Porterhouse, New York Strip. We have those great ribeyes and those fillets. How do you season them? I season all my beef with only one thing, the meat shop steak seasoning. Order online at MeatShopMH.com for free delivery in Mountain Home. The Meat Shop, open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. until 5.30 p.m. Commerce Drive, Mountain Home. What started with our grandfather and continues in its fourth generation today, Glen Sane's history of quality sales, service, and strong personal relationships that have kept our customers and their families coming back for over 69 years. From my grandpa to my dad to us, service after the sale is a big deal. Whether you're looking to buy a GMC, Chevrolet, Buick, or Ford, we look forward to serving you and your family for years to come. Summer is here, and it's time to enjoy those summer campouts, cookouts, and hangouts. But before you head out to do whatever you want to do, head in to Mr. T's. Mr. T's has everything you need. The biggest selection, the coldest beer, and the absolute lowest prices. And Mr. T's is open 365 days a year, even on Sundays. So head across the Kahlua Colored Waters to Riverside, or Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri, and find out why it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. Mr. T's at Riverside. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. Visiting with A-State great and new network color analyst, Darian Griswold. My wife is seven months pregnant right now, so we're about to have another little boy. And Now hang little... on a sec, because <laughs> we started this conversation with kind of talking about this new gig, and seven months pregnant for right now means there's a baby coming in football yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's going to have to understand that it's football. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes over. It's the second to none podcast presented by simmons bank new episodes every tuesday wherever you get your podcast 
I'm 5 foot 11. Barely 5 4. I weigh about 170 pounds. Brown eyes. Blue eyes. Brown hair. Gray hair. I'm a baseball fanatic. I'm a wife. A mom. A sister. And a grandfather. I'm a bodybuilder. I'm a research analyst. Small business owner. Teacher. Dance fitness instructor. Film and television actor. I'm an office clerk. I'm a copywriter. I'm a veteran. I have a prosthetic leg. I have multiple sclerosis. I have lupus. Cerebral palsy. Post-traumatic stress disorder. I'm blind. And I'm working in a job I love. I love. Because I was given a chance. Because I was given a chance. To contribute my skills and talents. To show my disability is only one part of who I am. Who I am. Who I am. At work, it's what people can do that matters. For more information, visit whatcanyoudocampaign.org. My daughter Brinley is here at St. Jude. Coming here was literally life or death and was so scary. But St. Jude is fighting for one goal, like this one mission, life. And that gave us hope. We haven't received a single bill from St. Jude, so I really can just focus on what's best for Brinley. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan still hanging out with you today. Joined now by Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Soul. Hello. I've got a lot of questions to throw at you today. Bring them on. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start first uh, with fun broadcast news, and then we'll oh, move yeah, on to other. I mean, we do have fun broadcast news. The announcement made yesterday that there's going to be a couple new faces in the booth with you and then also with me on the post game this year mm-hmm. as well. And take it away. Tell us about it. Well, we hired Darian Griswold and Justin Clifton. Yeah. And, um, you know, when uh, – Philip stepped aside uh, at the end of last year. And really, he, you know, the news came out that Philip Butterfield would not be coming back here in the last few months. Um, and and Philip did a wonderful job the, the two years he was on the broadcast. And uh, I knew that I kind of wanted to go the same route with uh, my new partner in the booth. Um, and, that meant finding somebody who was, you know, a former player here, mm-hmm. somebody that uh, was well-respected, well uh, fan favorite, somebody that uh, knew the game well, spoke the game well, made it uh, easily understandable to our fans. And I, I had a list of about five people. I think I shared it with you at yep. one point. And, you know, Darian was on that list. And we had a lot of conversations over the last several weeks and just the rapport that we had, I, I, I could kind of feel that right away. Uh, you know, I always thought the world of Grizz as a student athlete, uh, his interviews were always, you know, some of the best yeah. interviews with a student athlete that we ever had. And he, he's just a guy that is extremely likable that I think can learn this job and learn to do it well. And, uh, Really, really happy with him coming aboard as our 
uh, new color analyst, and you know it's something he's extremely excited about. So uh, that you know that is exciting for us to be able to add a guy like that, uh, somebody we like so much already, and then Justin Clifton, kind of the same thing. I mean, mm-hmm. he had a great career uh, as uh, a member of the A State defense. Uh, was on some really good teams, Um, somebody that's right here in the community already. He wanted to be a part of the broadcast as well. And one thing I know you and I have talked about a lot over the years is is just having a a steady partner for you on on Wolf House. And uh, to add somebody like Justin, I think, adds a new perspective uh, as part of that broadcast. So Justin's really excited about it. I know you're really excited yeah. about it. I'm thrilled to have him uh, part of the uh, as part of the team as well. So we were uh, really fired up to make those announcements yesterday. When you have the opportunity to talk with you know former players and guys that are as knowledgeable as as Grizz and, and Justin Clifton, you know I can talk about the what all day long. I can talk about the stats all day long. But what those guys do is is they're so great in communicating the how and the why. And I know, again, I am going to be smarter as a football fan this year after after these 12 games of talking with Justin Clifton. You know, you mentioned the how and the why. And when I'm explaining this job to potential color candidates, the thing I, I tell them and my job is to tell the listeners what, when, where they add the how and the why. Yeah. So that's how they're they're filling in their time on the broadcast and I think they both understand that and you know especially you know Grizz is going to learn that more and more I think uh, he and I are going to hop in the booth during the scrimmage on Saturday and oh practice play by play have some uh, have some reps together for the first time so I think that uh, that's part of you know building that that chemistry so um, and I think he'll pick that up so uh, again really fired up about both editions and uh as far as justin goes and being able to add that perspective whether it be before the game uh, for those road games or after the game you know following a, a home win i think that uh he's uh he's going to be somebody that can bring in a perspective we haven't had on there before are you as equally fired up about what you've seen on the field what are some of your takeaways from this first week of practice for a state good stuff i mean we're we're so much bigger up front on the offensive yeah. line. I think that's the, the thing that stands out. Uh, you know, when they put the full pads on yesterday, we saw some uh, big holes that we haven't mm-hmm. seen in a while. And uh, some uh, good-sized runs uh, were broken off uh, uh, during some of the live periods. I thought uh, that was uh, that was encouraging from the offensive side of things. Uh, I think, you know, the more and more I look at, what we have on defense, in particular in the secondary and our linebacking core, I think you've got a lot to be encouraged about. Now, there's still some things to uh, – some questions to be answered up front on the defensive line. Who's going to kind of step up at those interior spots? And I think we do have some guys with some ability there that, that can really help us. But, um, you know, overall, I think – you got to be really encouraged with with what you've seen the the first five practices now on, on both sides of the ball. 
want to get your thoughts on today's KavanaughCars.com question. What will be A-State football's best position group in 23? Well, I hope it's the offensive line. Okay. I was going to say, we got to take special teams out of the equation. <laughs> okay. I think, you, can't, uh, you can't answer that one. I think uh, offensive line has a chance to, to be that now with the upgrades we've made there and the, the transfers we brought in, the three old Miss transfers, and then you know, adding a, a guy like Jacob Bear there at, at the center position. And, you know, you got you know, returners like, you know, Makai Butler and McKeelan Thomas that uh, had significant reps last year. Um, so, yeah, there, there's a lot of uh, reasons why, why that might be the best group. But I'm going to throw uh, – I mean, I'll throw the secondary in with that mix too just because you have so much talent returning, so many returners, period. Uh, we've got a lot of experience with those returners. Yeah. But then we've brought in just uh, – a handful of really good transfers to help out in particular at the corner spots. So um, I think secondary and then offensive line are the two groups I would look at. And a couple of those newcomers with interceptions yesterday in practice. I think uh, both Dante Thompson and Manny Stokes were a couple of guys who picked off some passes yesterday. Mm-hmm. What was a, a day where the, the defense was active. I think it's fair to be said from That's practice good. yesterday. It is. It is. Need to see it very much so. Uh Can it be still a few more weeks before we really see what this team is going to look like um, in terms of just necessarily all the ones and the twos and and how that'll shake out? But going to scrimmage on Saturday. What are you going to have your eye on? Everything. Well, uh, like I said, we'll be in the booth. My primary focus Uh, is helping helping, uh, Grizz get ready for the broadcast. And, yeah, at the same time, we're we're still – you know, trying to match names and numbers and, and learn everybody. And like you said, you know, try to learn who's out there with each particular group, at least at the moment. We know things will change uh, at some of those positions going forward. But I think it gives you a pretty good idea of where, where things stand right now. And, and that's what I look forward to anytime you, you see one of these preseason scrimmages. Um, I know that that you want to brag on your Rangers uh, here in a moment, and we'll we'll certainly give you seven in a row. We'll, we'll give we'll we will give you time to do okay. that before we kick you out. But there's kind of an interesting broadcaster situation going on in, in Major League Baseball with the Royals suspending Kevin Orioles. Yeah, Brown. What what's going on there? Uh, I'd like to know what's going on too, because <laughs> if Anybody, I I haven't seen one comment anywhere supporting the Orioles' decision to suspend their play-by-play announcer. And and for anybody who's who's watched it, all he was talking about, he actually had a positive spin on it, just uh, how the Orioles are playing much better now in in Tampa compared to the struggles they had in recent years. And, uh, you know, he gets suspended for that. And... Yeah, you know, I, I would see if a broadcaster is being negative towards the team they're broadcasting for, the team being upset. But all he was doing was stating fact yeah. and actually had a positive spin. Hey, you got a chance to do, I, I think his words were, chance to do something special, something we haven't done in however many years, and win a series in Tampa. And... um. For him to get suspended for something like that, I mean, I know 
other play-by-play announcers across the country were uh, very vocal last night, as they should have been, uh, about the suspension of Kevin Brown because it, it makes zero sense. I, I don't know if there had been a history of him being negative before. Uh, I don't think so, uh, just from everything I can tell. You know, I think by all accounts he's a very well thought of and uh, positive, respected broadcaster and uh for him to get suspended for something like that is uh well it's a joke i mean why 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 would they do something like that and what it's done is the orioles have had this incredible season now yeah. and it's a black eye on them this i mean i we mentioned this earlier when when talking a little baseball and it's it's about as much orioles baseball as we talked this year and they're they've got they've got the best Winning percentage in the American League. They're the second best team in baseball. And mm-hmm. right now, like, nobody would be able to tell you about that because they're talking about Kevin Brown. Now, they do not have the best run differential in all of baseball because that belongs to a team that has won seven in a row. Yeah, seven and zero since the deadline, seven and zero in August. So they're, uh, they're playing well right now. That's, that's it? Well, I can go as in-depth as you want to go here. <laughs> I mean... It is. Uh, it it's fun to watch them right now. They, you know, one one reason why the Rangers have have uh, had the success they've had is they do have the best home record in all of baseball, and they just completed a, a home stand where they swept both series, and um, you know they've been taking care of business on the home field. Yeah. So, and then uh, they've got some road games coming up this week. They they won last night in Oakland, which you know hopefully they. Keep winning in Oakland. <laughs> Look, a, I'm going to be blunt that's here. That's something a lot of teams have been able to do this you year. You cannot have your win streak snapped by the A's. You just can't. I hope not. That would just, we would, you can't do that. We'd make fun of you for that. As yeah, if you're, no, you're out there on the field having a part. <laughs> as, yes, as if I had any yes. part of it. But, uh, yeah, they're playing well right now. Uh, three games up on the Astros. Okay. How fun it must be to talk about being a oh, division gosh. leader. Yeah, this is how you're feeling how I feel basically every other year while you're talking about the Cardinals fighting for the Central. They're, you know what the Cardinals are fighting for? To not finish dead last in the Central. The goal now is to finish next to last in the NL Central. That is the only thing. That is the only goal. <laughs> Forget the playoffs. Forget a deep playoff run. Yeah. Forget finishing. Forget even finishing above five hundred. The full objective for the season: don't finish dead last in the central. Just beat the Pirates. That's it. That's that's the mantra here. I have big dreams. <laughs> I uh, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> well, great. <laughs> one day, one day I'll be positive again about Cardinals baseball, but not uh, not today. Um, I'll shake it off though. We got to take a break. So thanks for hanging out with us. Oh, yeah. podcast this week. Yeah, we got uh, we got Grizz on there. Nice. So uh, Darian Griswold came in yesterday. We did talk about you know the new challenge with with the uh, broadcasting role, but uh, mainly we talked about uh, his career and um, yeah, what a what a career he had at Arkansas yeah. State. I mean, he he played for four different coaches in football. He also played for Coach Brady in. Uh, basketball he had one season as a freshman and he played a lot of minutes that season as a freshman and made an impact and he really we got into 
you know, that, that time on the basketball team. And I've noticed here in the last couple of days, our, our man, Coach Brady, actually has been chiming in on Grizz being part of oh, the broadcast, nice. and he's excited for him. And, uh, you know, just uh, it, it's a great way to get to know Grizz a little bit more. And uh, he's got a lot of great stories to tell okay. from, especially those, those conference championship years. Very much looking forward to hearing him on the broadcast. But thanks, Stolte. Absolutely. We'll step aside. We'll be back to wrap up today's Workday Red Zone right after this. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Registration for the 2023 fall semester is underway at East Arkansas Community College. View the fall schedule of classes online at eacc.edu under the course schedule link. Representatives are available to assist you with course selection, financial aid, and registration. In-person and online classes are available so you can get trained and get to work. EACC offers lower cost and more support for a better experience. Prepare for your future. Enroll now for the fall term at EACC. Edu. Visit the EACC Win Center or call 870-633-4480 for more information. Register soon. Fall classes begin Monday, August 21st. It's a summer of savings at Car Today. Car Today is offering you a great selection of clean, dependable cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know that bad things happen to good people. And that's why we want to help you build your credit with one of our Carfax verified vehicles. All of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included. Free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guaranteed. That's right. If you're not happy with your purchase within five days, you can return the view. Stop by Car Today this summer and see how you really can buy here and pay here. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. For the best deals this summer on late model, low mileage, cars, trucks, and SUVs, get to Car Today. Buy today at Car Today, 3404 Stadium, or online at neacartoday.com. Car Today, you ride today. Just me, just say yes. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is striving to make life easier for all their banking customers by introducing a brand new way to control your Visa debit card. With the My Card Rules mobile app, you can turn your debit card on or off with the push of a button, set limits on spending and transaction types, see recent transactions, customize alerts, and so much more. Existing customers can download the free My Card Rules app today in the Apple app or Google Play Store. We're giving you the power to take control of your card at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FDIC. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. For 30 years around here, you didn't need cable or the internet for your sports news because we had Dickie Bird. Now you can help equip the next generation of local sports journalists by supporting the Dick Clay That Sports Scholarship Golf Tournament. The four-person scramble is set for Friday, August 25th at Rich Point Country Club. There are morning and afternoon start times with lunch served at noon. The goal is to fully endow a scholarship in the College of Media at A-State in Dick's name. Go to astatealumni.org slash Dick Clay for information. Join us for the Dick Clay That Sports Scholarship Golf Tournament Friday, August 25th at Ridgepoint. The next disaster is coming. The time to get ready is now. 
Make a plan. Identify meetup locations and people you'll need to contact and keep your contact list somewhere safe. Build a kit with enough food and water for three days. And don't forget your pets. Keep seven days of medication on hand. Work with your pharmacist and insurance company to get the extra doses. Make copies of important documents and keep them on your phone, in the cloud, or on a USB stick. Stay informed. Note area hazards. Take courses in CPR and first aid. And sign up for local alerts. Be ready. Learn more at americares.org slash send us in. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. Going to be a short segment to wrap things up on a Tuesday, but uh, during this segment, hey, let's go to the Right Fiber Hotline. Let's check in with Wade. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Hey, doing well. Thank you for the phone call. Good. Yeah, I'll be quick. Hey, I'm excited to hear the additions of uh, of uh, Gosh Clifton and can't remember Griswold. Yeah, Darian Griswold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can I not remember that? Um, that'll be exciting. Hey, my question is this, and then I'll hang up and maybe you guys can talk more about it tomorrow. With all of the changes in the league and around the country and ASU having success and in the last three or four years being pretty lean, do you think we're still in as good a standing in the Sun Belt and have as much power at the table as we had before the new guys came? Yes, because of because of A State's longtime colleagues, uh, you have to remember that it's not it's not the commissioner of these leagues that is making decisions. It's it's sure. chancellors and presidents, and you know yeah. A State is a, a founding member in terms of Sun Belt football, um, and yeah. and has that long time uh, history with Louisiana and ULM and South Alabama and Troy. Um, so I, I don't think there's shaky standing in, in the conference, mainly because I feel like where the the TV networks are doing the most manipulation is among the the autonomous leagues and the power programs. I I don't think they're going to push as much with the group of five leagues other than what they've already done, which which we've already seen unfold. So one last question. If there's shuffling and then it trickles down to Sunbelt, you know, Georgia State may be an obvious choice because of the, the metro, the area they're in, and maybe Texas State. Do you think any of our other members are might get a, um, a, the phone might ring from uh, no, no. I think everybody else is pretty solid. No, look the, the the only reason a team would leave the Sun Belt would be for a a autonomous league opportunity. Yeah, and those leagues don't okay. have vacancies right now. Okay, all right. Well, I can't wait to see what we have. Appreciate you guys. Uh, I hope you guys have a good rest of the day. Go Red Wolves. Hey, thanks for the phone call, Wade. Thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Got like 30, 30 seconds for this <clears throat> voice to hold up. Maybe that'll happen. Goodness gracious, what in the world? Uh, hopefully, I'll be rested and ready to go for tomorrow, which will be a new day. Uh, Wednesday, of course, we'll start hour one with Keith Merritt with us in studio. And who knows what else we'll dive into over the course of the rest of today. You can still weigh in on our KavanaughCars.com question online. Aaron says special teams for his group that will be A-State football's best position group in 2023. So uh, we'll see if we can recap some of those answers coming up tomorrow. But that is a wrap for today's show. A big thank you to Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, for hanging out with us in studio. If you missed that chat, you can find it later. 
at 953theticket.com. Keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next, followed by the drive with Kate Carlton at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budjo at 7. RWRC Radio with JC is going to come your way at 10. And the Workday Red Zone returns tomorrow at noon. So for Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Cannot wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great afternoon. Thank you.